0: Whether you're in a position to invest a million dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, $10,000, or you're like, man, P, I don't have shit to invest right now. I'm trying to knock out some debt. Regardless of where you are, start thinking about passive income today, because that is where your financial freedom lies. 10% of the population controls 90% of the money and it's time to close this wealth gap. My name is Perry Jeffries III and I'm here to unlock the power of the 10% so you can move one step closer to financial freedom. Welcome to Cash Flow Unlocked. On this podcast, I'll be sharing proven wealth creation strategies and current business tips that you can start to implement today. If you're ready to level up your finances, and create generational wealth, then also head over to our private Facebook community called Cashflow Unlocked. You will not be disappointed. All right, y'all, let's get started. Yo, welcome to Cashflow Unlocked. I am your host, Perry Jeffries, and we are excited to jump right into the information. So we're going to skip all the pleasantries and get right into the lab. All right. This particular training uh, inside our private Facebook community uh, called Cashflow Unlocked. If you're not inside the community, ask to join the community as of right now. So just go to facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Cashflow Unlocked, and come inside the community right now if you're listening to this podcast uh, on your device so that you can join in on the conversation and ask questions. All right. So jump right into it. We wanted to have a conversation as we jump into the fourth quarter of the year and this conversation is going to be a lot around unlocking your mindset you cannot unlock your cash flow until you first unlock your mindset i literally just made that up that sounds like a t-shirt i will hey wife if you listen to this that is a t-shirt we got to unlock your mindset before you can unlock your cash flow because a lot of times we have the means, but we just don't have the mindset in order to optimize the means that we have. So with that being said, we're going to be talking about in this session is going to be around passive income and the importance of why you need to have it and you know the kind of you know when to start investing in outside assets to generate that passive income. So before we go too far into that piece, around the actual how to create passive income, let's first talk about when you should start investing. So here recently, I've been tapping into a training program that touts itself as the place that future billionaires go to get inspired. So I really love the app that they have and the training that they offer. And here recently, they had a training on investing in your first outside investment. So inside this training, and a lot of the questions that people have is like, hey, when should I start investing to create passive income? So under normal circumstances, prior to you know, going through this training, my response to that would be like, as soon as possible, right? But the truth of the matter is, is that not everyone needs to be trying to create passive income at this point of time. Everybody's timeline is different. Everybody has different needs and everybody is starting off at a different place. So, you know, if you're coming fresh out of high school, just graduated, creating passive income may not be top on your priority because you're literally trying to figure out how to pay bills, how to manage credit, how to navigate debt and how to just keep the lights on. So creating passive income may not even be on your thought process, right? In the forefront of your mind but it needs to be there. And that's what we're looking to do on this training is plant a seed. Now, and I'm saying that maybe you're not ready to start investing to create passive income today, but this is something that we need to plant a seed on. And this needs to be a goal for everyone that is listening, okay? So in the training I was listening, it said, hey, you shouldn't look to make your first investment until you have at least $100,000 in income. If you're in a developed country, and 50000 if you're in a non-developed country. Now, I can't say that I agree with that 100%, but I do understand the premise behind it. Right, A lot of times, we are so gung-ho based on what we hear on social media about how we can go get the bag. We can invest in Forex and make money. Oh, I, We can invest in stock in Robinhood and make money. Oh, man, I'm going to go get the bag and go buy me 10-unit apartment building because you know that's what they said on social media, I need to do. Everybody is not starting at the same place. And that message may have been for you, but just not at the right time. Okay. So let me say that again. Some of those messages and the information that you're receiving is for you because I would never tell, I'll never say that you should not be focused on your financial literacy and your uh, money mindset development, but it may not be the right time. So when is the right time? do I agree that you need to make $100,000 before you start investing? No. In my core of core, uh, I don't believe that. But I do believe that you should be in a place that you have discretionary income and you're not worried about how you're going to pay your bills. So with that being said, where you should first invest is in yourself. And I said this on a recent training. I just want to repeat myself again and just make sure people can hear me in the back when I say this. You are The most important asset class to invest in your mindset, your framework on how you view finances, your financial literacy is more important than the dividend paying stock and the rental property. Okay. Because ultimately you are the one who is producing income and how much money you make is a direct reflection of how much value you bring to the marketplace. I once read this before and and, it always stuck with me here. I'm uh, working with uh, one of my mentors in the past and they made that statement that, Hey, you are the most valuable asset and your money would never outpace your personal growth. Right? So if you're making, you know, $5 an hour and I'm not knocking anybody making $5 an hour, we're just going to just speaking just hard truths and facts here. If you're making $5 an hour, And that's what the employer is willing to pay you is because that's how much value you bring to the marketplace, right? But if you're making $10,000 an hour, that's how much value you bring to the marketplace. So that guy or that gal who's, you know, working at the fast food restaurant and they're putting salt on the fries, man, we can get a lot of people to come in and do that job. That position is not that valuable. We can train some 10-year-olds to come in and do that job. Hence why you make so little. But that's why the neurosurgeon is making 20 dollars $30,000, dollars $50,000 an hour because their skill set is so specialized. So I'm not saying that everybody needs to go out and be a neurosurgeon. But well, what I am saying is that you are the most important investment that you can make. So with that being said, before we start trying to create passive income, and this is going to answer the you know, the question of when to start, you start when you have sufficient cash flow to cover your monthly expenses without worry and you still have discretionary income. If you're not at that place yet, investing may be a non-conversation at this point in time. We first have to get to the point that we have discretionary income to invest. And How do we create more discretionary income? By increasing our value in the marketplace and making more money with the work that we do day to day. So with that being said, first investment, before you start investing into assets to create passive income, should be into investing into masterminds, where you're around like-minded individuals and individuals who are growth-minded, and you can learn from the community. So invest in masterminds, networking, invest in coaching, invest in group coaching. If you're in a position, invest in one-on-one coaching, hiring consultants that can help you navigate your particular space and get you in a better position. So with that being said, that's where it starts. And I know that's not what everybody wants to hear because according to social media, you can just roll out a bid, get you an LLC, EIN number, go get you a line of credit and start investing today. That's all bullshit. We don't do bullshit here. We do real, real, real talk. So with that being said, you are the most important investment, invest in your education and increase your value in the marketplace. Now, if we've done that and you're like, yeah, P, I'm making good money. I didn't figure it out to make money game. Now I'm trying to figure out the passive income game, right? That's now coming down to two components, right? It's coming down to mindset and strategy. So let me say that again. Creating lifetime passive income is coming down to two major components, your mindset and strategy. But mindset comes before strategy, right? Everybody wants to talk about the strategy, but are we really diving into the mindset? So let's kind of just go from here what is passive income? You'll find different talking heads, give different answers. If you go Google it right now, you're going to find multiple websites that are going to have similar answers, but still different, right? How we define passive income is income that you receive on an ongoing basis that require little daily efforts on your part, right? Some may argue that, hey, real estate income is not passive income. It is now. There may be an active component when you got to deal with, you know, some tenants, and you got to replace a refrigerator or an AC unit, right? But for the most part, that money is coming in without you having to do something daily. So let me say that again. By our definition of how we think about passive income, is income ongoing, not just one time, but ongoing income that you receive that requires little to no daily effort. Okay. Now. With that being said, why do you need it? So we talked about when to start investing, right? When you get to the point that you have discretionary income from what you do as a person to be in a position to invest and not be worried about if you can keep the lights on, okay? Now we're going to talk about the why behind it. And this is going to tap directly into the mindset piece. Passive income, ongoing recurring income that requires little to no daily efforts on your behalf creates financial freedom. And financial freedom creates time freedom. So let me say that again. Passive income creates financial freedom. When you start to accumulate assets that give a passive income, an ongoing revenue stream without you having to do something on a daily basis, that now gives you financial freedom. And with that financial freedom, knowing that you have enough income or you have some passive income coming in to cover Either a portion or all of your monthly lifestyle and living expenses, now that gives you time freedom because that time freedom is what you have and how we actually measure wealth in time because the time freedom is the measurement of saying, hey, if you stop doing whatever it is you do today to actively earn income, right? So we're not talking about, you know, passive income, we're talking about earned income. Again, this comes down to financial literacy, y'all. So make sure you've got y'all paid attention to that little uh, nuance there, which is super important. Earned income is what I have to go out and do on a daily basis to earn an income, right? Passive income is something I can do one time and continue to earn recurring revenue with little to no daily efforts, right? So here's the deal. When you have enough passive income or you've accumulated enough assets to cover your lifestyle expenses or part of your lifestyle expenses, right? That gives you time freedom. So this is the mindset shift I need everybody to make today. Whether you're in a position to invest a million dollars, hundred thousand dollars, $10,000, or you're like, man, P, I don't have shit to invest right now. I'm trying to knock out some debt and things of that nature, regardless of where you are on that continuum, Start thinking about passive income today, because that is where your financial freedom lies. You are not going to have financial freedom and time freedom unless you start to really lean into that. You gotta create some passive income. I could brag right now and be like, "Hey, y'all, you know, I make about two hundred thousand dollars a year. That is amazing." But if my ass stopped meeting with clients today. And offering products and doing financial plans and consulting, how much of that 200000 would I still have coming in in order to cut my lifestyle expense? So I have earned income, but passive income, it would gives me the freedom to go sit on the island someplace and chill out for 30, 60, 90 days a year and know that my expenses are paid. So you want to start thinking about building that passive income today. All right. Another part of the mindset shift that we're going to make around this passive income is this. Don't get overwhelmed with trying to replace all of your earned income today. You will get frustrated. You will throw a fit. You will say F it and you will just be like, it's too overwhelming. It's too big of an elephant. It's too big of a mountain to climb. It's just passive income isn't for me. No, passive income is for everyone, right? So what we have found and hold true to believe is that you start building passive income as soon as you can, but start small. So let me give you some, when I say start small, what I mean by that. Let's say that your lifestyle, so when I say your lifestyle, right, your cars, how much your cars cost, how much it costs to fill it, fill it up with gas, your living arrangements. So whether it's um whether you own a crib, whether you rent a crib, doesn't matter in this conversation. You know, how you like to eat, how about those turnoff bills, all those utilities? Don't matter how much if you paid all your debt off, you still got that monthly recurring bill coming in. Wow, ain't that some shit? I just said something out. Texas is another gym. You need monthly recurring income because guess what? You never get rid of your monthly recurring bills. That cell phone bill, you cannot pay off for a lifetime. You're going to pay that bad boy monthly. That's what it is. Those gas and electricity bills, you're going to pay them monthly. So if you have recurring bills, does it not make sense to go out and try to create recurring revenue? Bars. That shit is crazy. That's, I didn't have that written down. That's just off the dome. Um, so let's start with utilities, right? Those turn off bills. All of us have turnoff bills, right? Whether you're in college listening to this, whether you're you know you're a corporate executive, whether you're an entrepreneur, we all got bills that we just have to pay every month: gas, water, electric, Wi-Fi, what have you. For the sake of this, as you're listening to this podcast and watching the training here, and by the way, if you're in a community and you're watching this and you're getting some value, give us a number uh 10. In the, in the chat. Shoot us number 10 if you're watching this online inside our Facebook community. For our people who are watching this uh, in our private Zoom room, our private clients, feel free to jump in the chat, ask any questions in there, type number 10 if this is making sense to you. All right, let me go back here in a lab. Let's talk about your utilities. For the sake of conversation here, if you listen to this on a podcast, maybe pause the podcast and go and literally calculate what your monthly utility bills are, right? So again, water, gas, electric, Wi-Fi, what are those bills? Let's go with an average of $200 a month. That should be your first bogey. That should be your first level of trying to grow your passive income. Your total lifestyle expense all in with your gas, I mean, with your utilities, your cars, your living arrangements, your eating out, your lifestyle, maybe $10,000 a month, right? Where are you going to go get $10,000 a month today? That's going to be tough for a lot of folks. You're probably going to have to go get some type of multi-unit apartment building, or you're going to have to buy a business or something along those lines, right? But instead of looking at that $10,000 number, right, as a target, focus on the $200 for the recurring monthly expenses. So at $200 a month, that comes out to being, for the year, $2,400 for the year, okay? we recently shared uh, with our clients that some of our money market accounts are paying around 5%. What we're seeing right now, just as we're recording this, and this is the fourth quarter of 2023, we're in the first week as of this recording. Interest rates may be subject to change based on what the Fed is doing and things of that nature, but nonetheless, right now, money markets, let's say on average are paying 5% at the time of this recording. If you take the $2,400, so little calculator here. That's not even a rocket science. Watch this, y'all. We all can do this together. Type in 200 bucks times 12, $2,400. Then I'm going to divide that number by 5%. It gave me $48,000. What is this $48,000? This is the amount of cash that I would have to have sent in a money market account that would give me State take that 48,000, check my math here, times 5% is 2,400. So that $48,000 sitting in a money market account, we're not even talking about an investment account. We're not talking about a stock. We're not talking about a mutual fund. We're not talking about a whole life policy. People are talking about a fucking savings account. Just searching around and finding where you can get the best interest on your cash. We didn't even talk about investments. We're not talking about real estate. We're not talking about affiliate investing, You know, affiliate marketing. We're literally talking about, hey, do you have discretionary income? Great. Put discretionary income someplace that can earn interest and still be liquid that you can access it and know your principal is going to be there. Okay, great. Okay. That right there, $48,000 in a money market account paying 5% comes out to being $200 a month. Guess what, y'all? you've hit level one. You now have created enough passive income to cover a portion of your lifestyle. That asset is now paying your utilities, folks. Utilities are now free to you because your asset is earning passive income to cover it. Oh, shit. Now what? Well, guess what? You now have an extra 200 dollars a month to do something different with, because your asset is paying for your utilities. Stay with me here. So let's say you knock that out, and you know for some people that may take a month, like, oh, piece shit, I can drop 48,000, 50,000 into an account right now. Nothing, right? For somebody else, maybe that's going to take 12, 18 months. Who gives a shit? Run your race? Don't run. You can't run somebody else's race. I'm 6'3", 250 pounds. My legs are my length. I'm the only one who can run my race. You may be six ten. You may be shit. You know what I'm saying? 5'1". We all got to run our own race. But if we, again, flip that mindset around to like, yes, I am deserving of time freedom, which comes with financial freedom, which starts with increasing my passive income. So you do what you got to do, right? All right. So now let's go into the car. So you, you build an asset up and now, okay, cool. I got enough passive income from coming from interest to cover my utilities. Now you are walking around utility free, out of your chest, you know what I'm saying? The whole nine and be like, yo, yep. This is what we're doing out here. It's absolutely amazing. Okay, cool. Next thing we have is this. Let's look at your car. So you know, average car payment, let's say it's 500 bucks. I wish my car payment was 500 bucks, but I'm not tripping because my car is in the business name and the business covers it. So it is what it is. Right. But let's say that the average car payment is, you know, 500 bucks. That gets you a pretty decent whip. Now let's go out and see what we need to do to create $500 a month or $6,000 a year. Okay. So maybe that is, hey, let me go out now and invest. So let me give you guys a quick play. Woo. This off the dome too. This is your straight freestyle session today, y'all. So let's say you got your, you know, your 48,000 in your account, right? It's now, you're now living utility free. It's kicking off $200 a month based upon 5%, boom. And now you got this extra $200 a month and you keep throwing it into that account. So that account is growing. You're not touching the principal, right? And then you find, uh, you know, you get with, um, you know, a professional or you get with your realtor or whatever the case may be. And now it's time for you to buy a property. Right. You want to buy your first rental property. You want to maybe you want to house hack and, you know, buy a duplex. You live in one. Somebody live in the other one. A lot of people don't know my story. I house hacked like crazy. I bought a house. I stayed there for a period of time use the line of credit on that house to buy another two, three houses. And then got to the point where I bought my four unit, where literally I was staying. I stayed in almost every unit, three out of the four units, uh, that four unit over a period of a couple years, that four unit, the tenants paid for the mortgage. They paid for the line of credit and they paid for the Jaguar I was driving. So I was literally living rent-free, mortgage-free and car note-free because I decided to house hack. So just a little note there, but let me give you all a quick play. So now you got this $48,000 account. So you got this asset and you're putting into this asset. And now you say, man, I'm going to go out because I now got to figure out how to get $500 a month. And why did you say $500 a month? Because the next thing that you want to be able to have paid residually, passively, is your car note. Okay, cool. Boom. So you have a number. If your car note is 287, start with 287. If your shit is 1,000, start at 1,000. But again, knock out utilities. Let's say we knock out car. Let's say that's level two. All right. She said, oh, I need $500 in that where I, can, where I can get that. Well, guess what? You now have this account, this asset that now has roughly 50,000 in it. And now you go out and you find you a duplex, right? Well, to get that duplex, you're probably going to have to bring some down payment money. Well, do you go then and take out that 50,000 that you have in your savings account? No, you don't do that shit. Not if you've been following us on how to create passive income. The second pillar." to creating wealth via passive income is systematic leverage investing. You then get a line of credit on your money market account, which folks, you know what I'm saying, would give you that line of credit. And then you use that line of credit as the down payment on the rental property. You buy that and make sure that your rents are set up, that you net $500 a month. And now you still got to $48,000, $50,000 $48,000, $50,000 earning interest. You got a line of credit to go buy the dang on property. Now the property, based on how you set up with your tenants and things of that nature, because it doesn't make sense for you to get it unless it's going to cover that card note, or if you need to get a couple of them, but that's the number you're looking for, right? So let's say that it just hits that nail on the head. And now you got that $500 a month coming in. Now you have $500 a month coming in off that rental property. So hold, 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 hold tight real quick, y'all. You put money into your savings account. Your interest from your savings account is paying you utilities. It freed up $200 a month. You continue to put money into that account. You go find a rental property or another asset. We're just using a rental property as an example right now. You use that now. Okay, boom. Now you purchased a rental property using your uh, savings account as collateral to get a line of credit to use the down payment on that. Now you have a rental property that's paying you $500 a month. So effectively, you have $700 a month coming in pretty passively, right? And if you're house hacking, you may have just completely got rid of your mortgage. Who knows? But $700 a month is not hard to get to, y'all, right? You see how easy it was to get to 200 So now you have your utilities are paid. And your car note is paid. Now, level three, Maybe let's look, now let's look at your living. You know what I'm saying? So now let's look at, hey, um, let's look at your mortgage. Okay, what do you need to do to create enough passive income to cover your mortgage? So is that a house hack? Is that buy a duplex and live in one side and rent the other side out? Maybe it's not. Okay, maybe this is now for you to now look at a business or some along those lines. But where can you get that to? Let's say your, let's say your, uh, your rent or your mortgage is $2,000 a month. I wish well, I wish ours was two thousand dollars a month, but you know, depending on where you live in the country and where you're listening to it, two thousand dollars a month might be your jam, right? Everybody's different. Again, run your race. Okay, now you have the asset. The savings account as an asset. You now have the real estate as an asset. Now you possibly have lending potential to then use those assets to potentially go out and maybe it's time now to. Invest in a business, or maybe you buy more real estate. Maybe you buy, you know, a 10 unit, a five, a four unit, whatever the case may be. Now you're looking to, hey, how can I replace this next $2,000, right? Now you have $2,700 a month coming in and in passive income, which again, $2,700 a month is, you know, $32,000 a year. That is feasible. But again, you notice that we didn't eat all the elephant in one bite. It's small bites at a time. Fast way to eat an elephant, one bite at a time, right? Level four is vacation, right? So, hey, you got your utilities are covered, boom. Your car is covered, boom. Your living is covered, boom. Vegas, so, let's call this next level vacation and lifestyle, right? Yo, you like to eat out, right? My family, we love to eat out. And typically, when we eat out, we go up top. We love food, we love foodies. All right. So, maybe this is now where you're like, hey, I know I see that I go to my wife and say, "Hey, babe, we're spending about you know thousand dollars a month on eating out." Okay, how then do we get that from another asset class? Let me just give you another example here. So let's say that you had a dividend stock that's paying you know seven percent. I'm just saying seven percent. There's dividend stocks that pay one. There's dividend stocks that pay you know close to twenty everybody's portfolio is going to be different so i'm just going to say 7% just for mathematical purposes here and you say you know what babe you know you know we eat out $1000 a month okay $1000 a month times 12 is $12,000 so i need to figure out how to get you know $12,000 so i'll divide that by 7% right that's saying hey if i got a dividend stock or a dividend fund that's paying 7% if i can build that up to you know 171,000 roughly then that portfolio would kick off enough to cover my eating out or my lifestyle. So maybe say this is vacation, right? Maybe say even from a vacation standpoint, let's look at that. Let's say that you'd like to go on one major vacation a year. And that's a couple of thousand, a couple of small vacations. So let's say that you need, you know, $5,000 set aside for vacation. $5,000 divided by 7% is $71,000. So let's make sure that math is correct. $71,000 invested in an asset uh, let's say a stock or a mutual fund or or a dividend you know dividend mutual fund a stock that's you know kicking off 7% dividend 71,000 times 7% yep comes down to $4,970 we're going to round up and say 5,000 so you then are now had discretionary income because again, you increase your value in the marketplace, right? You're getting the best interest you can on your cash that's sitting on the sideline. You're then using that asset to leverage to go buy another asset that creates more cash that you can also to leverage to go buy more assets, right? And now you build up your investment portfolio to save 71000 And then you say, hey, I'm going to earmark this uh, investment portfolio and say that this is going to be my vacation fund. Then you go out and you find a dividend stock fund or whatever the case may be, that's paying, you know, 7%. Now your vacations are paid and you still had an asset. Y'all see how this works, y'all? Y'all see where the financial freedom comes with, with with understanding and being hella intentional about passive income? And here's the deal, y'all. You can get passive income from a lot of different places. We've discussed this on our trainings before. Real estate, dividend stocks, cash value insurance policies, IULs, annuities for future passive income. Affiliate programs, launching your course, selling your ebook, right? Some of this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like if you like, man, P, I don't deal do with no real estate, I'm gonna do no tennis, I don't trust the stock market. That's cool. We ain't tripping. But where can you go get that income? Hey, I'm preparing, I'm really good at showing people how to cook with kale, right? Start you, you know, create an online course on how to make the you know, what I'm saying? how to make the best tastiest dishes with kale. Get you an ebook, right? Again, that's you do it one time. You don't have to devote time to it daily and it creates passive income. So, your jam is your jam. How you're going to create your passive income is totally based upon what you decide. And hopefully, you're working with your consultants and you guys are figuring that piece out. But this is for everybody. That's why it's so important to first flip the mindset. Because as soon as you flip the mindset, then you're going to be able to identify opportunities for passive income. Because right now, if you don't have passive income, it's because you're not being intentional about creating it because it seems too overwhelming. Case in point, no, we helped a client of ours out in New York. Big shout out to New York. Matter of fact, big shout out to Wu Tang and De La So and Nas. They came to Columbus, Ohio, put on a dope concert last night. Able to check that out. Big shout out to my guy, Ray Jackson, for getting us the tickets and, and having us in the suite I uh, told my wife I, I don't think I'll never go back to general mission again after you kick it in the sweet. Just mad love, big shout out. But with that being said, right? Had a client who had, you know, over 200,000, close to 250,000 in an account that was earning 1%. He was earning, you know, $2500 uh, $2, a year. All we did was move to 250,000 to a money market that was paying 5%. Now he's making 12500 a year. We didn't do anything. He already built the asset. All we did is just move the asset into something that was going to give us more interest. Right? It ain't a rocket science, y'all. So with that being said, that is our training for the day. It starts with your mindset. Passive income comes after you've changed your mindset and your thought process and become intentional about creating passive income because you can create passive income today. I would be hard pressed to believe that there is anyone listening to this podcast today who, if they sat down and looked at their assets and looked at how much interest they were earning on their different assets, their savings accounts, their IRAs, their 401ks, things of that nature, it would be hard pressed for me to believe that somebody couldn't go in there and make an adjustment and immediately increase their income off of that asset by just finding the asset. That actually pays more interest. And that means being intentional and knowing your numbers and not just getting a statement and saying, oh, well, I don't want to look at the statement because the market is down and stresses me out. No, guess what? This one, you really should be looking at the statements because if your asset is still creating income, even as the market value goes down, well, shit, that's the win-win. Oh my gosh, don't get me started on that. That's a whole nother training. Megan, put that down as a whole nother training that we can do is how to use assets, you know, a uh, reinvestment of 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 income. That's a whole conversation reinvesting a dividend income. Whole another conversation. You know, I love down markets. You know why? Because if we're in dividend in a dividend creating assets, that means that that asset is paying a dividend and that means if we reinvested that we bought that same asset that was selling at $10, now we bought it at $5 and now we're buying that asset on sale and we're not even using our own money to buy that asset. You guys don't get me started. That's a whole another training. So I'm going to get off today. If that was valuable to you guys, please share our community. If you're listening to this on a podcast, please join our community where you can ask your questions. We promise to get back to you with an answer with those questions within 48 and 72 hours and you know, continue to share this information, y'all. If you listen to this podcast, please follow us. Please share this. Please bless somebody with this information. Because again, it's the when do you start and why do you start? When you start to really understand the timing of when to start creating passive income and also to the mindset around why you have to have it and also to understanding that you don't have to go and replace your income all today. Get enough passive income just to cover your utilities, level one, and then take that on up. And if you can't cover your full utilities, shit, get enough to cover your cell phone bill, right? That's a win. Man, hey, babe, I got enough. We got enough passive income coming in from our savings account and our money markets account or our dividend fund or whatnot. And it pays our Hulu and our Netflix. That's a win. Because if that is being paid, when your reoccurring expenses are now being paid by reoccurring passive income, that just freed up cash flow, i.e. capital, to go invest in other shit. That's the training for today, y'all. If this was valuable, y'all, show us some love we'll see you guys next week. For our people in our Facebook community, stay tapped in. I think we now have two guests coming up here in the next coming weeks, and it's going to be absolutely fire. So we're going to start bringing in more guests, bringing in uh, more clients to hear uh, some of their success stories so you can learn from that. And uh, we're going to keep rocking y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Hey, fam. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Flow Unlocked. If you want to connect with me and other like-minded professionals like yourself, who are on a mission to close the wealth gap and create generational wealth, then head on over and join us in our private Facebook group, Cash Flow Unlocked. Do that right now. Just head over to Facebook and type in Cash Flow Unlocked, and you'll be able to find us. And the subtopic will be create financial freedom and generational wealth. When you join you'll get access not only to our team of experts, but live Q&A and other resources, which we promise will move you closer to achieving financial freedom. And you can take that to the bank. See you there.